Joining us now is Southeast Asian correspondent William Yang, who comes to us from Taipei. William, thank you so much for being on the program. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. G'day, William. Now, as uh, you heard, uh, the description has been that it's a death sentence for Hong Kong, this new proposed security law. Can you, what is the law and why is it being viewed in such a negative light? So the very important, uh, at the core of this uh, proposed law is a total invasion of Hong Kong's autonomy that was being promised under the Sino-British Joint Declaration that was signed uh, in 1980s and then before Hong Kong was handed back to China in uh, 1997. And since then, Hong Kong has been branded as a very, having a very different system than China. But somehow this uh, proposed new legislation is bypassing the entire legal and judicial and uh, administrative system in Hong Kong. And all the decisions are being uh, decided and made uh, inside Beijing, where the central government is uh, using a very authoritarian way to run the whole country. Uh, And it's very unlike how uh, Hong Kong is being run. And the proposed law is going to uh, be able to give the Chinese central government a lot of power to uh, mitigate and also uh, infringe on all the civil rights that Hong Kong citizens are being able to enjoy right now. So, for example, the freedom of speech and freedom of assembly are going to be uh, totally cracked down and also uh, like tightened up over the next few years once this law is passed. And uh, the Chinese central government has raised the very important issue of uh, last year's anti-government protest as one of the main reasons why they think there are loopholes that they need to plug. And so they consider this new uh, legislation as a very key role for them to be able to achieve that. William, we saw these uh, protests, as you've just referred to, uh, which went on for a very long time. Um, Do you think that we're going to see a resurgence in those as a response to it? And is this law going to go through? Right. In fact, uh, as we're talking right now, Hong Kong citizens are now uh, gathering and preparing for a large demonstration this afternoon inside Hong Kong. And as we have seen, since the COVID-19 came into uh, like, like uh, emerged over the last few months, uh, the Hong Kong government has been imposing a very strict uh, gathering restriction on uh, all over the city. So they have been using this name uh, to crack down on any kind of uh, public gathering, even if it's just a peaceful protest where uh, demonstrators are singing and chanting slogans and no one is uh, using umbrellas, where, as we have seen over the uh, last year, they have used a Molotov cocktails to attack the police. Nothing like that has happened, but uh, the police are still using all the kinds of weapons, like uh, batons and also pepper sprays to disperse the crowd. William, is it in China's interest, though, for Hong Kong to be so uh, assimilated with China? Because there would be such an international backlash. Right, but uh, as I, I mean, like comparing to the other uh, government that came before Xi Jinping came into power, Xi Jinping is more concerned about his domestic control rather than the international reputation, as we have seen over the last few years uh, on uh, several other issues. Uh, despite a like very strong uh, international condemnation, he has not given in to international pressure so far. And so uh, even since last year, uh, the Hong Kong government's canceling of the entire anti-government protest has been criticized a lot, like widely around the world. But uh, as we have seen, uh, the government has not really uh, lessened their uh, crackdown. And in fact, they have intensified their crackdown. So uh, like the 
beliefs that we should have in mind is that the Chinese government's uh, sole belief in this particular matter is that they believe this is in their domestic uh, interest, and uh, mm. there, no one can stop them from achieving that. 